You're now listening to another episode of the Always Right Podcast. I am your host, Christina, a.k.a. Krista. And I'm your host, Nivlak Lamarge. Remember, you can find the podcast on Instagram at all underscore ways underscore right. You can send us an email at alwayswrightpod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Always Right Podcast. Correct. And if you want to follow us on our individual accounts, you can follow me on Instagram at call underscore me underscore Krista. And you can find me at Nivlak Lamage underscore I-C-N. That's N-I-V-L-A-C-L-E-M-A-J underscore I-C-N. Enjoy the show. everybody welcome back to another episode of the always right podcast today christina and i are joined by three members of the inner child network i'm gonna allow them to introduce themselves now hi everyone my name is edith um i am currently serving as the networking and marketing director for icn um doing content creation and all that good stuff um artist name is qd working on that part but yeah that's me yeah all right all right all right I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm Vanessa, Vanessa Lawrence. I'm the, the chief financial officer for ICN. Yes, the money lady. <laughs> Hi, my name is Elizabeth. I go by Liz, and I'm the vice president and creative director of ICN. Yes, yes, yes. So what we are celebrating on tonight's episode is one year of Inner Child Network. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't be joined by the entire team as it stands currently, but um, I think we have enough of us that we can kind of go through our milestones and just talk a little bit about, you know, what got us to this point and where we hope to be next year. Yeah, definitely. This is a special, extra special recording of all this, right? It's amazing to see how far we came in here. I remember in the beginning, we were just, you know, trying to figure things out. Um, we're a whole team full of creative minds and trying to narrow down things for the longest time, trying to figure out what we want to touch on and just figuring out if it was possible or not. And it is possible. We're here a little later and we have cel- we have accomplished a lot of things. So we're here tonight to reflect on everything that we accomplished and also just talk about how fun it's been to tap into our inner child. I always get caught up saying inner child when I'm t- talking in a plural. Like, is this still inner child? Is it inner child's? Is it inner children? <laughs> All right, so starting at the beginning, um, Chris, how do we start? Talk to, talk to me and the fans about the launch of the Inner Child Network. I thought he was going to continue. You know how um, Okay, so Inner Child Network initially started off as a podcast network idea. And it was just initially going to be, I believe it was four podcasts that came together. And we were just like, okay, let's figure out ways to cross promote each other's work. You know, we're going to get all of our work on the streaming platforms. We're going to track our analytics. We're going to like really push this thing and, you know, figure out how to like you know really break through in the podcast world but calvin also is cool 
as far as projects, I think, hmm, if I had to pick one, hmm, I don't think I could just pick one. I just feel like everything, like, had its moment, and I'm really looking forward to watching other people discover these moments in time that we created and seeing it take a life of its own. And so, like, where we've kind of moved past it because we're continuing to, or we're continuously, like, creating, um, I really feel like it'll reach people when it's, you know, the right time for them to discover it. And so I'm looking forward to reliving that that feeling of, um, I guess, when we created it initially and kind of like um, just re-celebrating the fact that we did this and now other people are enjoying it the way that we enjoyed it when we were making it. So Yeah, I agree. I look forward to that yeah, too. Like that was that. a nice way to put that. That's a fact. It's making me more excited. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree with Liz, um, especially in terms of like a, a personal journey um, meeting people in the group because I know we were having like a little like um, conversation before about like quiet people. I am definitely a very very quiet person, so um, like you know the primary I came a little bit later, so the people that I knew were just you know my sister Liz and my brother and brother-in-law Marquise. Um, so that in and of itself um, was just it was definitely a, a group for me in terms of engaging with new people and finding ways to share my art, which is something that I wasn't used to before this as well. Um, making new things, finding ways to meld the creativity of my own with um, other members in the group. And um, I feel like the same thing, like I can't like pick a moment, but that's been something that I've enjoyed definitely this entire time and doing more of just being able to bring those saying it like before things together to create something more beautiful to create um, something that is a combination of our talents a combination of our art um, into something and um, even like say podcasting which is not something that was ever in my mind to be on or to be talking on like um, I'm like excited to you know do those with Liz um, have features always right that's the thing that we can do just going into different realms of creativity that I hadn't even considered coming in doing, um, but that I know that I'm going to enjoy and I look forward to being a part of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I think that's dope, yeah. Yeah. The most interesting part of the last year for me has been working with such a dynamic group of um, of creators that have such different viewpoints and different artistic eyes and how we've all been able to collaborate and create multiple projects that have all come out beautiful. <laughs> no other way to put it. Um, just it's actually pretty amazing. So many like so many hands in the pot actually coming together and making like this amazing stew that I didn't even know I was hungry for. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's a great way to phrase it. 
about you, sweet? I don't know where to start, but um, I do. I think it's nice just hearing hearing you guys talk about it because I feel like the consistent theme here is growth, like being able to do something you love, but also step out of your comfort zone while doing that. Mm-hmm. Because now you're, I mean, it's, it's doing these doing these things is helping us build our confidence. Because I feel like for a lot of us, the talents were there. We were just kind of like very shy or just scared and just unsure. Like, well, what is if I put this out there? What is the world going to think? How are they going to respond to that? But I feel like we've been able to shift our focus not to the response, but just to more so how does this make me feel when I do this. Mm-hmm. Um, And also even having just, even if you have just one person respond to your art and they say that they relate to it Mm -hmm. or that it touches them, it just makes it all the more worthy. And you just kind of, I feel like in doing this work, we were able to see like, okay, this is a gift that I have and I can put it out there and share it. Um, And it can touch people. It can change people's lives. Even if it's, whether it's one person or 500 people, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. And um, that's making me think of something in particular. We were vendors at a Kwanzaa event this this um, this past. Well, it was last year, but well, yeah. within this first year of being operational, I guess. Right. We had um. This was our first. That was our first time vending. Mm-hmm. I think, and that was a really um nice opportunity. But there was a customer there who read um an excerpt, who read one of the poems from Liz's poetry book, Say Less. And on Amazon right now. You can go and find yes, it. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> you already know. Um, she was literally moved to tears. Mm-hmm. She was. When she when she read her work. And I remember after um, the event, we shared with Liz um, this woman's reaction. And I know that it touched her deeply. Like, it wasn't even something that... Since I don't even think there was something you were thinking about. Nope. But... It was just so powerful to see that she was moved because she was so touched. She felt like, oh, my God, this is my story mm-hmm. on paper. Somebody else was able to articulate it. So things like that. That's why we're here, why we're doing this, and why I want us to continue to do this. Yeah. I think for me, it's a lot. Like, everything that we've done, I'm, like, super duper proud of, whether I had a hand in it or not. Um, A part of the reason that I wanted to bring everything together wasn't just, you know, why do all this creative stuff separately when you can do it together? But it's also, let's grow together. Um, those people that know me know that I'm the type of nigga that's like, we could all eat. You know what I'm saying? If I'm eating and I could figure out a way for you to assist me with eating, then I want you to eat with me. I don't want you just to help me. Let's all eat, you know? Um, on the same side of that coin, you know, on the opposite side of the same coin, rather, if you're not helping us eat, it ain't really a play for you at the table. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the biggest things for me is not even things that I've accomplished myself. Um, I love the fact that Rich was able to drop Mongo on his birthday. And I remember having a conversation with him and he was kind of like, I don't know if maybe I should push it back. We could prepare a bit more, prepare a bit better, which he had great points. But it was just something about him dropping his first project on his birthday that felt right to me. And I shared that with him and he made a decision to drop it on his birthday and like, I know that meant a lot to him and just him being able to drop it, especially on his birthday, made me feel amazing. Now I'm saying um, Liz and Edith dropped their children's book, One Get You Two. And that for me, once again, 
I had anything to do with Mongo for like the intro I think I did and nothing to do with the book at all right but just having it released and knowing that my friends and family were able to do that and that happiness that came from the being able to yo my art is out there made me feel amazing it made me feel like inner child is the way to go you know what I'm saying um outside of things that I don't have like parts in I think the biggest thing that I did have a part in for me was getting that um sex conference skit out and not necessarily um because it was funny but I did think it was funny go check that on YouTube um <laughs> but for me it was the fact that I'm stepping into a new realm of creativity like I'm, I'm writing and I'm acting and I guess you could say directing as well and doing the camera work. I'm sorry to make it sound like I did everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the editing and everything, but like, it's new. All of that is new to me. I'm, I'm a music artist. I picked up graphic art a little bit, but like acting, screenwriting, um, editing, like visuals, none of that was something I did before in a child. But the biggest part was the fact that I got to do it with my wife and that was her first forage into acting as well. And like, we killed it. You know what I'm saying and we had mad fun doing it and that yeah. for me was part of it too is like I want to continue that I want to continue creating but I want to continue doing new shit and finding out whether or not I'm good at it but I want to do it with the people I love and I want to have mad fun doing it exactly and I think something else um for me that stood out to you is working with Vanessa because she is super knowledgeable and like so professional and she has so much knowledge when it comes to entrepreneurship and just like um the operational side mm -hmm. of like running a business that i never really put much thought into yeah. you know we, most of us you know we just work for someone else so yeah. you know the organizations <laughs> handle their own operations and their own like financial department and things like that so um that's another way I think that a lot of us were able to learn as well through her and her, her bring her bring her expertise to the table and also being like super helpful and like literally like guiding us through it in mm -hmm. like such a very like calm and just pleasant way. I don't know if I say it a lot. I probably should say it more, but I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. I was going to say another one of my favorite moments was us having our first community give back. Mm -hmm. I think that was big for the entire team <laughs> just because we all are individuals who care a lot about our communities and raising up children who feel supported and mm -hmm. like loved, protected and like valued. So that was very special and it was nice because we were able to give away all of the book bags we had so for mm -hmm. those who don't know we had a back to school drive that was our first community give back and it was a big success like i said we were able to give away all of our book bags and we also it was like once again it was an event where we were able to let our inner child come out and mm -hmm. stuff we were playing with the kids we were dancing doing the electric slide with each other yeah um it was it was really nice. Yeah. I was actually thinking, um, how could we do something similar this year? Uh, because since then we have like you know downsized a bit as far as like the team team is concerned. I still want to be able to do it, but we might have to collaborate with another organization. I'm interested in seeing what we do this year to give back to the community and who we can maybe line up uh, link with to make that happen. Yeah, I agree. I look forward to that. I look forward. I definitely look forward to. The future of the company and celebrating 
many, many, many more anniversaries together. That's a fact. With our team. So speaking of, what are you guys's? I guess creatively or otherwise, what are your personal goals within ICN this coming year? And what would you like to see from the company as a whole um, between now and our second year anniversary? I guess for me, um, I'm really looking forward to more music. Like, so I was talking to Keith and like, you know, before we started ICN and as you know, like he was working on Mongo for like a decade. And so, you know, like being up close and, you know, seeing the progression, um, for me, I was already like, I was already familiar with, you know, those songs and everything. And so to see like your reaction, you guys' reaction to it, um, you know, it just, it, it put things into perspective for me, um, just as far as the effect that it could have, the effect that, you know, as I mentioned before, anything that we're creating could have on other people. So, um, and then, you know, hearing type of artists that, you are and um, Sita, um, and even Krista. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna let it slide without mentioning she doing no music too. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like seeing the type of artists you guys are, and then seeing and hearing uh, what you guys have come up with together. That was really exciting. So I'm just looking forward to more music from you guys. Um, And then also like personally getting back into my podcast. And now I'm going to have a co-host. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just said she's going to. I thought when she said it earlier, she just meant like she was going to appear on a few episodes. Mm, Yeah. 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 She promised. I'm excited. (laughs) <laughs> right. That's what's up. I'm excited now. I was excited before, but now I'm actually excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, and just like, yeah, I just I can't wait to just see what else we come up with to see what you know strikes our fancy, however you want to put it. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like we can, and so we will. So I am definitely looking forward to growing more artistically in the places I kind of talked about before. Like, I'm I'm excited to do the podcast with you, Liz, because um, I feel like we've definitely, you know, we've had those conversations already. Um, we have that dynamic, and I feel like it's, it's a realm that, again, I haven't, like, discovered before, but um, one that I want to engage in. Like, I enjoy talking with you, and I feel like we have good conversations, so I feel like that's gonna be a good thing um and then as far as art that being in ICN has definitely helped me grow in that of kind of like becoming more regular with it and even exploring different types of art that I hadn't really done more or done as much before um because digital art wasn't something that I did so much until we started making content you know propose and things like that and make graphics um, like I've done little things here and there, but that's been some place that I've gotten way more familiar with. That was great. Um, and that was 
a big challenge for me personally. Um, as an artist, I've never tried illustrating like that. Um, so yeah, just in the same. And even working on my own personal projects because I'm trying to get back to that place where I feel like I'm competing for myself as well. And I'm, I am thankful to you, Liz, definitely. And also to ISCN for to that place where I feel like I can actually, you know, reach. Um, but yeah. And then for the company as a whole, definitely the community events. Um, I wasn't able to be at um, the back to school event. Unfortunately, you know, being in Baltimore makes things real difficult. But I really do, I really do want to do more events, um, be more engaged with the community. And, you know, especially with the things that we're going to be able to, you know, like vend and sell and kind of promote. I think that that's also going to be an amazing thing going forward. But yeah, that's me. Oh, you're the money lady. I've got to say, it's got to be about the money. Yeah. <laughs> so the next year. <laughs> the next year, I'm hoping that we can secure some grants so that we can buy more professional grade products and be able to expand our services as well as create more efficiency and speed up some of our processes so that we have more time for creating and strategic sorry strategically planning I don't know why I couldn't say that word <laughs> and uh, you know free up when time is money no matter what time is money so if we have more money we could potentially have more time <laughs> It's 10:22. Oh. So the next six months, two years. That's what I'm trying to get done. I want to touch on a little bit of what Liz was speaking about with the music. Um, I'm really excited for the music that's coming in the future. Um, much like Rich, he took like I think you said, I think he said nine years, ten years about that to prepare mm -hmm. Mongo. Yeah. For a lot of Mongo, I heard it before the streets did. Right, we all did. I'm super duper curious. What's next? And I'm saying, what's next off the mind of Rich Ryder? Um, I started writing my first solo. Well, technically my first solo. I released a project before ICN called Black uh, Privilege on SoundCloud right now. Go get that. Um, <laughs> but, like, just, I heard the music. You know, I was around for the creation of, like, just the, the project uh, in a whole. Like, that finishing part of it. Just that, that the icing on the cake part. You know what I'm saying? And... And made like once he released it and he was just like all of that, like I said, I, I was feeling emotions. And one of those emotions, I don't know if this is an emotion, but inspiration was there. And I was just like, yo, this project is fire. This project is like, I can't even articulate what's on my mind right now, but it made me want to write. And I just wrote mad much just from listening to the, the completed project. You know what I'm saying? And having conversations with Rich about his process. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, between year one and two, no, this would be year two, right? I'm always bad with time when you start talking like that, but, um, solo project from myself coming. We just released, uh, Black Hippie, which is me and Sitters. Um, Rich and I have a project, The Renaissance, that we're going to be dropping between year one and two. Um, and I believe Rich has started preparing his second solo outing and I'm sitting here like, hurry like even if even if we're not ready to put it out anytime soon just hurry i want to hear the demos bro like you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm excited yeah and i feel like i could be wrong i hope i'm not but i feel like sitting on something right now 
Oh. He he got to be. No, I, I share that same feeling. Like I barely talk to dude, but like there's no way that he's not. Like just that's my best friend, and I know how he operates. When he working on something, he he go like, oh yeah. yeah. And none of us are gonna know. I'm thinking because it's ICN now he'll give us like, yo, I'm releasing in a month, but period. Never in his life has he ever hit me and be like, yo, I'm about to release. He always hit me with the link like it was out. I'm like, oh shit. It's like one of those surprise albums. Like, come on, son, I'm about to go to sleep. You can't do this to me right now. But because it's business, I'm hoping he let us get a little behind the scenes action, hopefully when he feel ready. Probably gonna sound a lot different than any of his other projects. Yeah. Very versatile. <laughs> And also, we got a producer within this year, like um, mm-hmm. one of Christina's cousins, that man Nasty. And I feel like being able to work with, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but being able to work with artists such as ourselves who are very talented, it's only going to force him and allow him to increase and become better as a producer as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm really excited to see his growth, um, especially like how we can assist with that growth, you know? Right. I agree. And I'm I'm looking forward to some R and B from from Krista and Liz. Don't think don't think don't think don't forget to mention you as well. <laughs> so yeah. Music definitely we got some stuff coming. I know Liz got some short film ideas. I don't know if any of it'll be ready before year two is done. But I'm super excited just to see where your mind is when you are creating like visual and like screenwriting and stuff, as opposed to just you know writing poetry and books. I want to see that. Yeah, you know I mean, me too. Yeah. When it comes to that, like honestly, my mind is on like feature films. Like I want to make something that I can submit to like Sundance, something like that. You know what I mean? And then, and what I haven't, like, I haven't, I haven't sat down and written, but it's still here. You know, you you know that feeling where, like, you're just working on so many things, but there's that one, it's just, it's not going away. So, it's there, but yeah, yeah, I feel like once we get to that point where I can, like, sit down and concentrate on that, then yeah. (laughs) I think I'm the only one not taking that advice. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the only one that's just like, let's do it, let's do it, and yeah. I feel like everybody else is trying very hard to rein me in. Like, okay, right now, focus <laughs> on that. I'm like, yes, I should definitely be writing this album. But also, I could be. I can say I think that's one of the things that I love the most about the t- this team, though, because everyone works differently. You mm-hmm. know, everyone's um, creativity is like nurtured in a different way so it's it's good because there's always regardless there's always work getting done mm-hmm. you know and um that's why we're here doing this as a family as a unit i think we forgot to mention something somebody got a blog out there mm. they didn't mention they started they actually just released an article about imposter syndrome mm-hmm. i don't know if they have a little about imposter syndrome right now as we have a conversation but you know <laughs> Call me Chris. A uh, blog is out there. Well, I didn't get to say my what I'm looking forward to. Okay, yeah, last, yeah. She's she's person. up next. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me give her the chance to not mention it before I try to put on a blast for not mentioning it. So, um, personally, what I'm looking forward to the most within the next year is actually is actually 
writing more. And I feel like when I started my Call Me Crystal blog, I already knew that I wanted to talk a lot about like wellness, motherhood, um, just being a young woman who's like finding herself and coming into herself and embracing, you know, who I am and so forth. But I never really thought about the fact that I would be able to like write about music. And I say that because um, thanks to you and Rich and Sita, you guys allowed me to um, write your press releases for your um, projects. And I feel like that just like, like lit a fire in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And really did take me back to my youth where I used to like, anytime I was in the store with my dad, I had to get Buy Magazine, I had to get Word Up Magazine, The Source, (laughs) all those, all those like magazines and like always wanted to write like music reviews and do things like that. So I thank you guys for allowing me to do that because it's just making me open up more and want to write even more than I ever did. Mm -hmm. So I really look forward to that. And as a company, I'm going to have to agree with Liz and say music as well. Um, Just because there's so many different things you could do with the music too. So you mentioned that we have a producer. So our producer is actually the youngest. He's the baby of the team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So like I'm excited for him and seeing how, you know, where he's going to take his production. And also I noticed that you guys have been like sending him music and be like, hey, try your hand at sampling this. And I think that's a big thing in hip hop in general. And it could really take him far so I'm excited about that I'm excited about the performances because I think people react to visuals in mm-hmm. just being present <laughs> um, more than anything so I want to get into these spaces and get into these places where they're having open mics and like different clubs and different things like that and really be able to engage with the, with the crowds and stuff that's going to be really exciting. I'm excited about us going to the studio more often, especially if we could go as a team. Yeah. Um, that's just another way for us to bond while getting work done. Mm-hmm. And that momentum always just kind of just, it's like you have your cheerleaders with you. And when you have that, you just, you go harder naturally. Yeah. So, I think, and I'm okay. sorry to interrupt yeah. really briefly. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think specifically just speaking as a music artist, having creatives, with you in the studio, right? Not just regular old people, not just some uh, groupies or hangabouts, but having creatives with you in the studio that can listen and go, how about try this, right? I'm one of those artists that, yeah, fuck it, let's try it. Is either it's gonna work or it's not gonna work. And in which case I can go, yeah, I tried it, it didn't work. I tried it and it don't work for this, but I'm gonna try it the next time because what I heard when I was trying it actually sounded like it goes better for this song I'm doing during the next session right and then just I feel like period when creatives come together with open minds specifically has to be with open minds it can't be coming to the table like this is my art and I'm gonna do what I want to do and shut up just just shut up right when creatives come together and allow each other space to bounce ideas off of their creation you, you, you get a little bit better you know what I'm saying? Something like me going to the studio by myself versus me going to the studio with Sinner Rich, Liz, and Chrissa. You know what I'm saying? All of those people who love music, they'll be able to tell me something. Hey, I heard this. Because Kevin's not going to hear everything. 
it, that Chris is gonna hear. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to as far as like the studio sessions and having the homies in the studio session with me. Yeah, that's that's gonna be fun, exciting, and like you said, it's gonna really um, increase. I feel like it'll increase the quality of the work also. And the last thing I really look forward to, I mean, with everything that we do, I'm excited about and I back it. Um, but I also look forward to the, the music videos and the short films. Mm-hmm. Um, just putting putting that out there. Like actually, I wanted to ask you guys, like on this journey, especially having lost so many people that you um, thought were just as like invested and just as like genuine as all of the people that are here now, like. Was it discouraging at all? And like, as far as moving forward, like, is there anything that you have to like keep in mind so that you don't lose sight of the vision? That's a good question. It is. I feel like uh, for me personally, it was discouraging um, prior to, to some people's departure just because um, people were on the team, but I didn't know where they stood. Um, so as far as teamwork goes in, in terms of, uh, productivity, I was, I had a lot of like concerns there. Um, so that's where a lot of, um, the discouragement came from, but I feel like once we iron things out and I I feel like everything happened for a reason, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, anyone who, who parted ways, whether it was, you know, a good term, (laughs) um, I feel like it happened for a reason because I feel like now that we're here as our current team, I feel like I can literally see different results. Like there's like little like concrete results that make me feel good, make me feel more than anything safe and secure with where where we're at now. Like I feel comfortable now. I wasn't finding it discouraging, more so like at the same period Christina's talking about like before people dip, a lot of it was annoying and I'm working on this in therapy, but my annoyance usually just turns to anger like really quick. Like I get annoyed and then I get angry instead of just being annoyed and sitting in it. So a lot of annoyance was turned into anger, but I haven't been feeling that about the team or toward the team since certain people left because I don't have questions anymore. Know what I'm saying I I hope I'm not wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but I hope I'm not wrong. I feel like every single person that is a member of ICN is invested. Know what I'm saying? Or at the very least No, I feel like everybody's invested. I feel like everybody is mature enough that if things happen to change, whether that be I cannot, I want to, but I just cannot devote as much time to it. Or if, you know, you just yay i don't believe in a dream anymore i feel like everybody that's with us is mature enough mature enough to say that or at least i hope so yeah and i also want to say um for people who are no longer with the team i i hope that this experience is still a good one for them in some way i hope that they still were able to take things from this experience i feel like anytime you try something new there's always a lesson or lessons that can be learned and um in terms of chasing your dreams i hope that if things didn't work out here that they're able to at least be inspired enough to go follow whatever 
is is intended for them. You're such a beautiful person. Oh, absolutely. Some of them I do. Like what? Some of them, nah, I don't. <laughs> Oh, okay. Some of them I don't. Okay, there's certain people. Now that you say that, there's certain people where, yeah, no, because because things they they have, yeah. Um, we want to thank you guys for joining us for this episode. I really, really wish more of us could have came. Um, because I want to, I want to hear what the rest of the team like, what their idea of the first year and how they feel about it, and also what they, um hope to accomplish in the next year, what they want to see from ICN as a whole in the next year. Um, that's still a discussion I want to have with everybody, because I'm just curious. But I want to thank you guys for popping out and making sure that this episode of Always Right is extra special. And I just want to say congratulations to the whole team. First year was a success. We're going to have so much more success to look forward to. Great times, great projects. We got this. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember that you can find Calvin at Lamage underscore ICN at Inst... No. I'm always wrong with it. You said it right, but you said at Instagram. No, oh my fault. Follow me on Instagram. I always get it wrong. Follow me on Instagram at Lamage underscore ICN. Follow Chris at call underscore me underscore Chris. I'm doing all right so far. Follow ICN at Inner Child Network or go to our website, innerchildnetwork.com, and you guys can share your artist pages. I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. I'm definitely very much in progress. Um, right now, I have my um, QD, the creator, Instagram page, and my personal project will be to get a website up as well. Um, so that's coming, I don't even know when, but. Um, if you feel like following me, that's cool. And that's it for me. For my page, um, you can follow me at on Instagram at Liz Damon. And my podcast page, um, you can follow at Therefore More with an E. 